Hello everyone, Mike Arendt here, the Soul Mechanic, and I'm welcoming you to another episode of Men on Fire, the 5-Minute Message. Welcome, 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 welcome to another episode of Men on Fire, the 5-Minute Message, here on Soul Mechanic Radio. A quick question to you all. How many of you at the New Year celebration thought 2020 was going to be an awesome year? Yeah, I did too. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to experience so much and and find out so much about myself and start my podcast and on and on. Well, I I did experience a lot, as all of you have too. So 2020 has been a very good year, in my opinion. Some, obviously, terrible things have happened, but uh, many people have died. But all in all, it's helping awaken us to who we truly are and what we need to do in order to continue developing and evolving as a species. We, we couldn't continue doing the same things uh, we were doing year after year and getting worse and worse. And uh, you can see that in the United States right now with uh, the division of people and separation. And it's such a macrocosm of, you know, the world's history almost. All taking place right now before our eyes in one country. So I think good things are ahead for us. But we've been talking on the five-minute message about ten illusions that the human race hang on to all the time. So I thought I'd just talk a little bit about some spiritual practices. And this will be five spiritual practices that you can do in 15 minutes or less. So if you would like to adopt any of these, this year's probably a good idea, would you not think? So, first one is meditate. And some of you are going, oh my god, not another thing talking about meditation. But hear me out for a second. I've used it in my life to, to, to further myself, to quieten my mind, which I know is so very hard for many people, especially with what is going on in today's society. But it doesn't have to be big. So when you meditate, basically what you're doing, you're just getting just distraction-free time with yourself. If you think about it like that, just, just a moment of it, actually. And it gives you a little bit of time to reflect on what you want from life and find answers to some of those questions you've been struggling with. But how do you do that? Well, most of us have tried meditation at some point in our lives and have failed, to be honest. And I've done that too. And the key to not giving up is first start really, really small. I'm talking about a minute, a minute a day. And then Accept your imperfect meditation practice and be consistent. Just say, okay, I have an imperfect meditation practice. I don't have, always have a, a, a good meditation. Sometimes I struggle. And it doesn't. Uh, I can't quiet my mind quite as much as uh, I normally do. But you can't walk away and go, man, this sucks. I'm going to give it up. I'm a loser. Or whatever the case is. Just keep going with it. You will always have some better ones and some not so good ones. But if you can do this for one minute a day, even if it falls on a Sunday or Christmas or whatever, you can you have a minute. So if you can get yourself 
into a quieter spot that's not so busy, hopefully a little bit darker, or you can wear something over your eyes or whatever the case is to maybe just, it just helps the relaxation of it. And if you can just think of thoughts that come in your mind and then let them go, whatever comes in, you know, financial information, stuff you have to do around the house, something someone said to you, you just acknowledge it, go, yeah, 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 that's fine, yeah, that someone said that, and you'll just let it go. And just let things go every time something comes up because lots of stuff is going to come up. And as you get more practice at it, just like anything else in life, it becomes easier. And only when you feel really comfortable, really, really comfortable with that one minute meditation, should you increase it. And try to keep those distractions like your phone or, or whatever else away too. Be in a quiet space, like I said before. Or turn. You need to have your phone with you. That's fine. Turn it on airplane mode or silence just so you can do that for that minute. So number two on the list is to smile and laugh. And I know you can do this absolutely positively. Smiling has a positive impact on your day. And I know you know this to be true. When you see somebody smiling at your workplace or people that you know or they start laughing, it's contagious, right? So why not do that for yourself? And when you smile, you're sending a signal to yourself that you are happy. And your brain takes that cue and you actually do become happy, even if you have to fake it to make it just a little bit. Thinking of smiling is an automatic hack, if you will, for happiness. And when talking to others, smiling helps you establish a better rapport with them. And your friends and family are pleased to talk to you if you begin to smile. When they see you smiling, they want to speak with you. Smiling signals to the world and yourself. Don't forget that you are delighted with people, the situation you're in right now, as well as your life in general. Now, again, how do you do that? Make a conscious decision to smile more. It's that easy. Smile whenever you catch yourself frowning. Smile when saying hi or hello. In face-to-face -face interactions as well as over the phone or over Zoom calls or internet calls, whatever that is. It's important to smile. Just go ahead and smile. You, I've smiled to strangers for no reason and got a huge smile back. And it's not for any kind of connection other than I see you, you see me, I'm smiling. And it always is a huge icebreaker if you ever want to connect with people. So I think that's a great way to do it. Okay, now number three on the list is, it's a real tough one, folks, one you've never done before. It is walk. That's right, walk. In this age of distraction, walking helps you connect. Connect with your surroundings. And hopefully, you're able to get to a park, or you can drive somewhere to a, to a park, or um, a baseball diamond, or... Uh, personally, I love walking on the waterfronts. But walking increases your creativity and helps you rejuvenate yourself. And you can go for walks with a friend or family or your spouse and children. And you can go for a quick, brisk walk, brisk walk if you want. Or you can just relax and stroll along. There's no 
there's no restriction on what you should or shouldn't be doing. Just take a leisurely walk. Ideas that might come to you or thoughts that might come in, and of course you're supposed to let go of the negative ones, but the thoughts and creations that will come to mind, you'd be surprised. And you can do this for any length you like, but I would say, you know, if you can go for a walk for 15 minutes, the clarity that can come out of that is unbelievable. And you will enjoy it and you will get, have clearer thoughts and feel better physically as well. And you may want to just even set your clock a little bit earlier in the morning if you want to and walk around your, your block or your neighborhood. Or if you have time, get to a park or whatever. But it's not that hard. Just make it a point not to use your phone once again. Again, you might want to have it with you for sure, for safety's sake and all those things, but perhaps turn it on silent so it doesn't bother you and turn that vibration off. That's why I use airplane mode for that because it shuts that all down. And number four on the list is express gratitude. It's an age-old wisdom that we must be thankful for what we have, but it's all too easy to forget, especially when our tendency to measure ourselves up against others and feel like we're falling short is so strong. But we're not. We should never compete with other people. We just need to compete with ourselves. You know, if you want to get better and improve your, your job or your physical fitness or whatever that happens to be, you want to get better at, at something, then compete with yourself and, and write down what, what you could do to get better. You know, whether you need to time yourself or whatever, to prepare yourself for these things. And then you become the best person that you can be and better than yesterday. That's the important thing. Not if you're as good as Joe or Nancy down the street. It, it, it doesn't matter. You know, in life, there's always somebody better at something than we are. Because we can't do everything really, really good. And even the world's greatest athletes or whatever it is, you know, there's somebody that nobody's discovered yet that's better at it than you. You've just won some, some accolades and some fame for being really good at what you do. So often it takes extraordinary circumstances and incidents in life to remind us that we indeed are blessed. I mean, half the world is living on less than about three bucks a day. A quarter of the population can't read. Many people don't have any homes to live in. If you've got a roof over your head, if you've got clothes on and you've got a, a three meals in your, a day in your belly, you're better off than almost 50% of the people in the world. Can you believe that? Unbelievable. Start giving yourself that reminder and say to yourself, I am thankful for this. I am thankful for that. Remind yourself. Look in the mirror and tell yourself. It's important to express your gratitude. So, number five and the last one on the list of five spiritual practices you can do in 15 minutes or less is give. That goes along with gratitude, actually. When you realize that you are blessed, you realize that you have the power as well as the wonderful honor to give. To give of yourself, your time, uh, your, your wealth of information, or whether it's money, or, or something along monetary means that you can help somebody else with. Giving helps you be happier 
and more connected to everybody, the entire collective of the world, because you're you're giving to somebody else, which you know makes you feel good. We all know that, right? Sometimes we buy a gift for ourselves almost, and go, well, you know, maybe I'll give it to so and so instead. We just feel good about it. Now, how do you do this? Make giving a daily practice as well. Give to your friends, your family, uh, anybody, your co-workers. Teach children. Uh, take time out to, if you can, visit an orphanage, a senior's home. Do what feels right to you. How are you going to connect to your true self this year? Now, that's just been five simple things you can do in virtually no time at all, especially the meditation part at one minute a day. Come on, you guys can do this. Try it. Give it a shot and go from there. Anyway, thank you so much for listening today. And it's been such a pleasure being able to speak to you. And I look forward to seeing you next time. Take care and bye for now. Hey, do you think three words can change your life? Well, I know they can. Whether you want to leave a dead-end job or conquer addiction, heal a relationship, master your finances, or grow a business, the three words you need are, you're the one. That's right, you are definitely the one. How do I know? Because I'm the one too. And those three words have changed my life. It's the title of my new trilogy of books, and the first two are available right now at micaren.com. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. As always, keep what feels good and dump what doesn't. And remember, live without judgment, give without expectation, and love for no reason. Follow those three simple expressions, and you'll be well on your way to an inspirational, intentional, and successful life. Until next time, you're the one. <music>